right? But in in uh, in Ottawa, like some people like come in the morning before the passport office opens and they bring a chair and their coffee and they just wait all day. Tim Hortons coffee just yeah. before. So did so, you get it in time? So um, in, in Nova Scotia, we live in a little town called Truro and I check in Truro has a passport office. No so, like, way. Yeah, yeah. So how busy can the Truro passport office be? Sorry for saying Sorry Media presents the Purr Podcast, the best podcast for feline medicine and surgery with tips, tricks, and updates for the entire veterinary healthcare team. If you're dying to know more about cats, keep on listening. Here are your hosts, Dr. Susan Little, famous cat vet and textbook author, and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein, talented surgeon and social media geek. Hello, this is Dr. Yola Kirpenstein. Um, it's a... It's... This is Dr. Susan Little, who is, is clearly very rusty podcast. at intros. Yes, and this is the per podcast. And I am so excited because it's the first live, live, live per podcast in a long, long time. So today we have a very special per podcast because we're just going to talk about ourselves for 20 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So so if if you're tuning in um, to this podcast because you want cutting edge yeah. feline medicine and surgery. Yeah. continuing education you can just you can skip this one no because it's really <laughs> interesting and it will be cutting edge because there there's some you know the whole summer has happened and and people are eager to know what we have done really? and how how dr susan is feeling and what she has done and what she has achieved oh. etc and <laughs> i hope that they're a little eager to hear from me too well i'm eager to hear because uh especially because I know that you started traveling again long before me, but your job demands it anyway, right? Oh my gosh, I started traveling in September of 21. I know. So you've been on the road like a year now. Um, and I, my first trip outside of Canada is in a couple of days. And I'm afraid that I don't know how to like fly anymore. Like I'm afraid I don't know what to do. You have the travel imposter syndrome. I do. I do. <laughs> the travel expert imposter syndrome. Yeah, I'm a has-been yes. travel expert. <laughs> and I can tell you one thing. So the first time that I traveled, uh, I forgot like 50% of the things that I had to bring. Yeah. So the one thing I would say to you as an expert traveler right now is <laughs> especially the essential things. Uh, put them in your suitcase like a couple of days earlier and make a list. And it's mainly the computer and the connections to your computer and all the little things that you normally bring that you have totally forgotten about. Because I was giving a lecture and I had no attachment to my computer. I forgot my power cord. I forgot my clicker. I forgot everything. And then I had only, and it was like a 10 day trip. I had three pair of underwear. I had one pair of trousers. It was a disaster. So you were probably like washing clothes in the bathroom every night, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. all those tricks that I used to do, I forgot. Uh, so the good news was I did bring my passport. So that's another <laughs> essential part of uh, traveling. But I, I, I feel for you. I have a passport story for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. I yeah. have one too. Okay, let's do it. You okay. first. So, um, so I'm traveling to Sweden this week. Yeah. Um, so we're we're recording this. What we're in the last week of August, right? Yeah. So, right. um, 
So uh, every August, as Yola knows, um, I usually spend most of August in Nova Scotia in our, our home there with my family. And um, uh, I have a brother who lives in Montreal and he always joins us for that period of time and he has three kids. So, so my house is always full. I have like, you know, 10 people living in the house. So he arrives with his kids and he says, I'm uh, renewing the passports for my kids. And because they're minors, they still need um, somebody to sign to verify something. I, uh -huh. I I never even know what that's for. But anyway, so he says, "Would you would you sign?" Yeah. Um, and I'm like, "Sure." You know, I'm like, "You have to have known them for a period of time." And I'm like, "I've known them since they were born, so I think I qualify." So I say, "Sure, I'll sign." And he says, "And and I need your passport number and expiry date." And I'm like, "Oh." Where, where, where's my passport? So I'm in Nova Scotia, right? My passport's in right. Ottawa. Right. So I think I remember where it is. And so my son, Ben, who, who uh, is our, our, uh, our production guy. Yeah. He's a wizard. Thank you, ben. Yes. Thank you, Ben. So I called Ben cause he's, he's coming down to Nova Scotia a few days after the rest of us. So I say, I yeah. think this is where my passport is. Could you like see if it's there? And then let me know what the number and the expiry is. So he holds it out and it expired in 2021. Oh my gosh. No well, way. Yeah. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't traveling. So it just kind of wasn't <laughs> on my radar. And I'm like, oh, so fortunately, um, even though it was expired, I still qualified to sign for my, my, uh, my brother's kids. But then I went, wait a minute. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to Sweden. And then in October, you know, I've got lectures in the US. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And the reason I was in a panic is because it takes forever to get a passport renewed in Canada right now. I don't know oh. if like every Canadian is trying to travel or the passport mm. office doesn't have enough employees. I don't know what it is, but the wait times are long. Like if you mail it in, normally you'd get it back in a week or two. It's four months right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you can't get an appointment like for weeks and weeks in advance. Um, or you can go and show up and just hope Right. But in in uh, in Ottawa, like some people like come in the morning before the passport office opens and they bring a chair and their coffee and they just wait all day. Morton's coffee just yeah. before. So did so, you get it in time? So um, in, in Nova Scotia, we live in a little town called Truro and I check in Truro yeah. has a passport office. No so, like, way. Yeah, yeah. So how busy can the Truro passport office be? So I go online and sure enough, like every appointment is open. So I'm like, you know, I'm so proud of myself. So I book an appointment and yeah. I go in, I have all my paperwork and the clerk looks at it and she goes, oh, your passport's expired. And I go, yes, <laughs> that's why I need a renewal. She goes, oh, we, we only renew passports that haven't expired in this office. So I go, what, what, what do you mean? She's, oh no, you have to go to Halifax. Oh my to gosh. get your, you know, your expired passport renewed. So I'm like, okay, regroup. So Halifax isn't that far away as Yola knows it's like less than an hour away, but you know it's bigger than the town of Truro. So I go online and I check for appointments at Halifax and there's no appointment until after my Swedish trip is over. Oh so I figure I'm just going to go and I'm going to camp out there like how long can the wait times be right. So, right. so the good news is that the wait times were not very long so I got in and out of the passport office, and then you have to come back later on and pick it up right yeah, so you need right. two visits so i'm so now once again i'm really proud of myself you know i've got it all done and then the clerk says to me 
Um, and here's your receipt for when you come back. And it's for October 24th. <gasps> And I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Like I'm traveling. I'm supposed to be traveling. Like, uh, you know, um, it's actually August 31st. I leave. And she goes, oh, well, show me your, your, your ticket. Like, well, I don't have the ticket yet because the company won't buy the ticket until they know I've got a valid passport. So it's like, it's like a circular thing. So I, you know, I, I use my best skills and I managed to um, convince the poor clerk to give me one of the expedited spots for people yeah. who have a, an airline ticket. Yeah. So I get one of those spots. Yeah. So it, it has a happy ending. So I had to stay in Nova Scotia an extra week in order to get, but I mean, that's no hardship. So, yeah. so I'm now finally the proud owner of a valid passport. Of a fresh new passport. Okay. Yes. Here's my passport story. Okay. So I was in Canada. It's also Canada. Canada story. So I was in Canada and I was doing my short-term assignment uh, working for the Canadian Hills uh, company. And uh, Mm. normally I'm staying in a hotel there. And then, uh, you know, I was ready to travel back to to the U.S. And I was, I had a rented car and I know it was winter because it was really cold. (laughs) And, you know, the weather cannot be very nice in the winter in uh, in Canada. That's why I never can live there. But, um, you know, um, so I was already, and this car was this, they didn't have any nice cars. They just had a Jeep. And <laughs> Jeeps are not really equipped to be in the cold. So it was this, this you know, that it looked really nice, but it was really, really cold. Um, and so normally I... I'm very well organized, but I overslept this time. So <laughs> I was already a little late and I put everything in my suitcase and I was running around and that sort of things. I ran out of the hotel, paid everything, ran to my Jeep. My Jeep didn't want to start. So I had to kind of, you know, it, I didn't have to push it, but it just started at the last moment, jumped it, it r- drove on the highway. And I was like, oh gosh, this has been so fantastic. I'm going to make it because, you know, the other thing at, at Canadian, like everywhere, the lines of waiting, especially yeah. for security, are so long. So you have to be at least two hours in advance. So I drive on the highway and traffic <laughs> during the day in, in Toronto, Toronto is, are, is not ideal. So there was this major traffic thing and it goes very, very slow. I'm approximately halfway and I'm like, I normally do this right pocket check, left pocket check, yes. uh, you know, shirt. Or shirt check to check, you know, do I have my wallet? Do I have my, and I was doing that. And I was like, oh, God. I forgot my passport it's in, in the safe. safe. I knew it. I in knew the it. Safe. It's in the safe. Oh, and I had oh. a heart attack. So I had to get off the highway drive back to the hotel and then you hope that they didn't you know that the, yeah. that the room is not occupied or whatever it was and i saw that the clock ticking 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 so i was running to the hotel i said oh i just left my passport and they said oh we haven't cleaned it yet so oh. i ran upstairs went to the uh but then my uh coat didn't work anymore of course i had to go down had a security guard with me Got my passport, ran back to the car. Oh my God, I have 
sweated peanuts. No, that's not the right uh, American bullets. saying. But bullets. oh, well, sweated bullets. Yeah. Yes. I just made the flight. Like, like we're ten minutes in. Uh, <laughs> oh. And so you'll, you'll you know remember. what I do now. What I do now is is when I'm in a hotel room, and this is a big tip for anybody that's traveling, and all our favorite cat fans are traveling uh i bet but is i have this 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 rule and i learned this from an american tv show you know in america you have those tv show where they rebuild the houses yeah and 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 so this was a tv show about a person uh you know going into a house and checking it if everything was okay and the question to that person was uh, how do you how are you sure that you never forget something to check okay. and the guy said okay we chart we start on one side of the house and oh. then only go right 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 so you check everything from the right 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 and at the end you will come back to the, the space where you started and you have checked it so I always do that in hotels so in hotels I start at the bathroom to the right 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 check all the, the the things and then normally you reach the safe in the middle and uh and so since then I'm not you know I'm normally emptying the safe the night before I leave so I don't forget it again but uh that's, yeah, that's my passport tip. story I think it is like when you're when you're staying in a hotel I think where to put your passport um, is is a uh, uh, is a stressful topic because and so I used to think it's always safest in the safe, mm -hmm. right? But then I was at a vet meeting um, a number of years ago, uh, and and I had um, met an ophthalmologist from Belgium. Just happened to be sitting beside her in a lecture, and you know we kind of struck up a conversation and a friendship, right? And it's the last—I think it was ACVIM actually—and it's the last day. And I happened to see her, and I said, "You know, safe travels home." And she says, "Oh, I'm—I everything's messed up. I can't go home. Said, What's wrong?" She says, "My passport was stolen." And I'm like, "Oh, that's horrible! Like, where was it stolen?" She said, "It was in the hotel safe, and it was what? stolen." Yeah. So I'm like, "Uh oh." <laughs> How does it, how does someone get into the safe? Well, so they can get into the safe, you know. Yes, but that's personal. Because I had to get them once to come and get in the safe. I know, I know, but that's a personal. Yeah. Passport. Now, I've, I I think, I know, that the risk, that risk is pretty small when you have it in the safe. That, <laughs> that's not a reason not to put it in the safe yes. because the risk that someone steals it somewhere else is yes. bigger than some from the safe. I had once that, you know, I was in Christchurch during the earthquake oh, that, yes. you know, I went back to the hotel and my passport was in the safe and I, you know, all the hotels, there was one total chaos, but I asked the guy if I could go up to my room and he said, no, because the hotel needs to be checked. Uh, and I said, I need to go up because if my passport is there and without your passport, you can't go anywhere. So I, I backed with him. He said, okay, if you use the stairs, as long as you don't use the elevator, yeah. you can go up and get your stuff. So I put all my stuff in there, got my passport and that sort of things. And I'm really happy that I did because the police came like a half hour later, closed on the hotel to check if it was still stable. Um, and then if I wouldn't have my passport, I would not be able to get out. So, and, and so then you're stuck. So I am See? a person that, that, that keeps the passport relatively close. See, to my body. There, there you go. So there are sometimes, depending on where I'm traveling, that I'll actually wear like a, 
kind of like a money belt, you know, that you can wear under your, uh-huh. your shirt. Yeah. yeah. I've been to places where I do that. Um, so just an editorial note, a yep. thunderstorm has just started. So if you hear kind of booming <laughs> noises in the background, it's thunder. Yes. Uh, yeah, we, we can edit that out. <laughs> That's where Ben, thank you, Ben, uh, where Ben comes in. He can just edit it out. There is this programs like that. You know, I, I, we just did uh, these cat bites in, in roads and we did most of the cat bites outside and I didn't realize how loud the crickets were. So when <laughs> I was listening to those, there were two things. One, there was a problem with the microphone. So there was these, these, these sounds that were really, really loud. And there's all sorts of programs that you can just take out the crickets, you can take out those sounds, you know, and then you get a really nice, uh, so I, I, I am, I am uh, you know, we can do that. We can deal with them as long as the internet stays and yeah. we see your lovely face. Uh, and that reminds me for everybody that, uh, you know, we have a Patreon site. There's not a lot of people uh, that have uh, committed to it yet, but well, we, 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 we can show content. our videos on that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. But I mean, we need first patron guests before we're going to put a lot <laughs> of content on there. So it's, it's kind of like my dilemma, you know, the passport appointment and the airline ticket. I can't get one without the other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, but that's that's how. But uh, Dr. Susan, what have you done in the last couple of months? Where have you been? Um, I got a new passport. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 We, we talked about 15 minutes about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I had some good family time in Nova Scotia, which was, which was good. Um, but the big news is that, um, so longtime listeners may know that, um, how long ago was the tornado, Yola? Was it 20? We were in Malaysia. What year were we we in Malaysia? 2019? 19, I'm thinking. 18 or 19, anyway. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So while Yola and I were in Malaysia, um, a tornado struck my city and tried to take out like every home in my neighborhood. Um, And so my house was badly damaged. And uh, then um, it just took, so after your house is in a natural disaster, Mm -hmm. um, it can take a long time to get like everything done, right? So it took a long time to get an insurance settlement. And then it took a long time to get, you know, contractors and building supplies. Um, And then pandemic, hello, 2019, you know, 2020 pandemic. So that slowed everything down. So this month, the last piece of the puzzle in the rehabilitation of my home (laughs) and property got done. (laughs) Yeah, my new lawn got installed in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and, and, and what is the prediction of the weather right now? Yeah, Dr. so Susan? that's why today <laughs> the weather alert says tornadoes are possible. Oh, yeah. my god! It's gosh. totally my fault. It's because my lawn finally was the last thing. I the just want to say, I just want to say so. Since but like I mean, yeah, it, uh, that's that's yeah. awful. That's awful. Yeah. So I can tell you what I did uh, this weekend. I went to Fetch Kansas City, which oh. was my first live lecture, <gasps> not virtual lecture. Uh, since oh, in a while. Years. And it was amazing. It was so fun. And I had imposter syndrome, too. So I felt I have spent more time on these lectures than I normally do. Uh, and <laughs> I was so nervous about them. What, what was the topic? So uh, going back to the Stone Age. Yeah. So I was talking about uh, kid of a 
dogs and cats. And then uh, I uh, talked about simple surgery tricks. So two topics that I know that everything know about. very well. But it still was, I was worried about the participants or the polling that I had. I was worried oh. about the internet. I had videos. I was, you know, I, I pulled out all the stops, of course, because it was the first one. And, 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 and normally you probably shouldn't do it. But I was so worried about all these things not working. Uh, and then I had a wonderful audience. Um, so it was a lot of fun to do. And now I just realize once again why I like lecturing so much. I, I'm very, I'm filled with trepidation at the thought of my my first live lecture. And it'll be in October in Hilton thought, Head. Oh, you don't have to do anything. Uh... Sweden is a meeting. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm spending two days because it's like takes two days to get there, right? Yeah. And right. then I have a half day meeting and I come home. Oh my gosh. I know. They wow. wouldn't let me do it by Zoom. Oh, wow. But I can't know. you just stay there a day that you can enjoy Sweden? Uh, oh. <laughs> That's a no, I guess. Yeah. So, no, okay. So, you don't, I thought you had to lecture. So, you don't have to lecture. Yeah. So, that's in October in Hilton Head. Yes. Yeah. First lecture. Oh, that's nice. Yes. So, then, so, that'll you, be um, um, uh, Debbie Horwitz, who yeah. we've had on before. Oh, Fantastic. I love Debbie behavior specialist. Yeah. So Debbie and I did a Hilton Head lecture last year, but we did yeah. it virtually. Yeah. So this year we're doing it in person. So it's just her and I for three days. Oh, that's Only awesome. Debbie and me for three days. Wow. Yes. Wow. And, how, and how can people uh, get information about that? Oh, yes. Uh, thank you for that question, Yola. Well, well timed. Yeah. So it's IV as in Victor, IBS seminars. So if you just, um, I, I think that's the website actually, ivsseminars.com probably. Um, yeah, so oh, you just- Joy, Joy Olson. Yes, Joy Joy Olson, exactly. Yeah, awesome. our friend Joy Olson works for IVS. Um, and it was started by a surgeon. Yeah. Yep, 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 exactly. So um, yeah, Dr. Gilmore. Yeah. So that's my first one, but um, I think it'll be a good first one because it's like, these are small meetings and it's just like me and Debbie and, you know, Debbie and I know each other well. It's a lot of, lot of lecture time though. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Thank How you many for lectures that. do you have to give? I don't know, a lot. No, you haven't thought about it yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm no, not I... thinking about it. It's three days split between two people. So it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think these lectures are also that they have time off in the afternoon, et cetera. So yes. it's not like you have full time because so I am lecturing just to give my, the audience a little bit of an idea. So I started lecturing right now. In two weeks, I'm going to Leon in Mexico to give lectures. Oh, you're doing the Leon. Yes. yes. I've been and to then, that meeting. That's and humongous. Then I'm going... It is really big. Yeah, they have I like know. 24 simultaneous sessions. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've people. never been there, like no. it's a good trip to Mexico. And it's, is it still free, Yola? It used to be free. I think so. It's either free or very minimal charge. Yeah. And it's yeah. huge. And they yeah, get some great true. speakers. So. Oh, thank you. So, <laughs> and then uh, I have to go to Peru for WCVA lecture there. Oh, yes. And. And then after Peru, I, I have a lot of business, a couple of business trips. But then San Diego Fetch, that's the last one okay. this year. So sorry. So when, when, are of... we, when are we going to Rio? Yes. So we need to plan Rio. We do. Yeah. And we should do it in the winter because that's the oh. best time.
Yeah. Because it's summer there. It's a good idea. Yes. Just the other day I was thinking I need to be on a beach somewhere warm and sunny with a gin and tonic and and maybe french fries. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we can do that. We can arrange that. That's no problem at all. That. So, Dr. Susan, you said that you couldn't talk about trivial things for 20 minutes in a row, but we're at 22 minutes. So, <laughs> it's almost time to say goodbye. So, let's do because you know all our cat friends are waiting for cat news. So, let's do some cool cat news. So, tell me something that oh. people tend not to know about cats so that something people that there's a lot i don't know about cats that's for sure um, oh. something people don't know about cats like yeah. do you mean like average people or like oh no, no just a, a, a fact about cats that they say oh this was worth listening to the podcast oh. cats can't taste sweet things oh wow yeah Why they have that? no no sweet receptors Really? So yeah. if you put sugar in on top of the, they, they don't care. They don't care. No, nope, they don't care. Yeah. Hmm. So, so if you think about it, they're true carnivores, right? They're meat eaters. So they don't hmm. need sweet receptors. Hmm. Yeah. So hmm. the receptors are there. They're just not like built properly for lack of a better explanation. Yeah. They don't taste hmm. anything sweet. Wow. That That's a cool uh, tidbit to know. So yeah. uh, there's a cool factoid. Cool factoid to end our podcast. That is wonderful. Well, Dr. you Susan. need a factoid. What's your cool factoid, Yola? <laughs> uh, that's a very, very good question. Let me think if I can think of a surgery yeah. cool factoid that... Yeah. Uh, yeah. that oh, yeah, yeah no, I know a very cool factoid, as a matter of fact, because it has to do with my, uh, my lectures uh, that I just prepared. Um, Dr. Susan, in 2021... Yes. What was the most common cat stone that was submitted to oh. the Minnesota Urolith Center? And oh. uh, we, uh, it of a total of about 20,000 stones. I know what I hope it was. So I'm going to say what I hope it was. Okay. I hope it was calcium oxalate. Uh. Oh, no. No. That means yes. it was struvite. Yes. So that those are the me... two most common stones, but it is more than 50% now. <gasps> that makes us so it's sad. Increasing. It's increasing the number. Oh, Yola. See, this is what happens when a pandemic stops us from lecturing about stones. Yeah. So we it's need to go totally back on the road. We, it is our fault. We need to go back on the road. Yeah. Stop the struvite. Yeah. You know, we're going to do that. So uh, soon uh, we'll be back on the road and, and talking to everyone, especially cats. You know, yeah. in the D, I can still, because I get, you know, it's the same questions that I got once again, because there's often infection and people yes. are worried about yeah. the infection and it's difficult to treat, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. in cats. But not in cats, no. Not in cats. I know, they're sterile in cats. I know. I so know. I still want, right. you know, it's one of those sort of things in life. And, you know, we all, you, you come across them throughout your life that you just shake your head at because you don't understand. Yeah. why so many struvites are surgically removed and this is a perfect end to our podcasts okay uh, do you want to do the honor i i will i will do the honors and for those of you who stuck it out all the way through our our catch-up um trivia our next episode will definitely talk about feline medicine and or surgery <laughs> so we promise yeah promise. But I, I think it's fair we get one chatty catch-up episode a year i think maybe two yeah. i don't know but yeah, yeah. i get yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh i have oh. another factoid by the way because oh. you don't know that uh, uh -oh. but uh, the 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 listeners know 
what was the most listened to podcast? Like podcast or you mean Ever. Or, oh, for for the podcast? What was the oh. most listened to? Well, it used to be one of the first three, didn't it? Didn't it used to yeah. be one of the Eurolith ones? Yeah, but it's not anymore. Oh, then I don't know. What's the what is it now? It's Panos. Oh, Panos. Oh, that's yes. so deserving. Does he know we have to tell him? Yeah, no, I did. I did. I, oh. I met him in in uh, in Greece. So I told in him. So, so as a matter of fact, uh, we have just, uh, when, when this podcast comes out, we have just repeated the two uh, podcasts about diabetes with him, okay. uh, about pancreatitis with him. Pancreatitis. Uh, and, uh, but that also reminded me that we need to do a podcast about diabetes. So I got a question. A person wants to know if okay. we can do a podcast about diet. Sure. So that, that would be nice. Maybe we'll get uh, maybe we'll get Panos back. We could. Yeah. 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 So. so, oh, that's good. So you so you did. Um, we we reposted his uh, yeah, one so, of his pancreatitis exactly. ones. So when this oh. hits the ether, then uh, both have been done. Yeah. Oh, that I'm I'm so glad because he was so good. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, kind of, Panos. Yes, he's kind of like my go-to guy for, for, uh, yeah, definitely for pancreatitis, but you know, and anything in that realm. Okay, so, this is the end. Yeah, the end is near. The end. Okay, so uh, so I I am not sure I know how to fly anymore, and I'm not sure I know how to end a podcast anymore. So this has been the prayer podcast. <laughs> 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 so you please, are so useful <laughs> I, I know i'm really useful. so please check us out at perpodcast.net because when dr little gets it updated it will actually show all of our episodes <laughs> <laughs> note to self yeah um yes. where you can uh see all of our guests you can see what our topics have been um you can listen like directly from our website but you can also listen pretty much on most podcast mm -hmm. platforms yep mm -hmm. so wherever you listen to of course you know it seems kind of silly to say wherever you're listening now but you don't need to know where to listen if you're no. already listening now right i always no, thought that was right. kind of a weird thing to say um but we're also on social media at per podcast yes yeah. and we have a patreon account uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes which we we need to, so that needs to be one of our new season, yes. you know, for the new season, that needs to be one of our resolutions to, yeah. to, to get more, um, get more bonus content into yes. the Patreon. Yes. That's exactly it. We so. will commit to that. So I, you get out on the road again. I appreciate everybody on this podcast uh, that uh, stayed yeah. with us uh, during the long summer months. Uh, we're yeah. very happy to be back. Uh, we have a lot of exciting interviews, hopefully coming up soon. Uh, and the next two podcasts will be about some articles that we're going to discuss. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a couple of episodes on what's new in uh, journal articles, of course, feline medicine and surgery. What's new, Pusikat? Yeah, what's new pussy cat? We used to do a lecture called "What's New Pussy Cat." I know. Do you remember that? I know. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we need to get some invitations again to lecture. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> okay. So that's it. We know now that Dr. Susan. So this is the big announcement to all those thousands of people that are listening. Dr. Susan is available for lecturing outside of her little <laughs> bird's nest in Canada. Yeah. Provided the first two trips go well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, provided she doesn't get COVID immediately. <laughs> well, or lose her passport, or forget how to fly. 
All right, Dr. Susan. Talk okay. to you later. Bye-bye. Dr. Susan Little is a feline medicine specialist with two cat-only hospitals in Ottawa, Canada. She is best known as an international speaker and as the author and editor of two textbooks, The Cat, Clinical Medicine and Management, and August, Consultations in Feline Internal Medicine. Along with three cats, she also admits to owning two dogs, and you can follow her on social media with the handle at CatPetSusan. Dr. Yerla Kirpenstein is a diplomate of the American and European College of Veterinary Surgeons and a big cat fan. His specialties range from surgical oncology and reconstruction to minimally invasive surgery. He is the author of two textbooks on basic and reconstructive surgery. Did you know he was allergic to cats? Yola works currently at Hills Pet Nutrition. You can follow him on social media with the handle at GVETSX. This episode is made possible by the generous sponsorship of the Take the Pledge Against Struvites in Pets Facebook page. Did you know there are three easy steps to treat bladder stones in cats with lower urinary tract signs? Step one is to take a radiograph, and if there is a stone present in the bladder, step two is to use the Minnesota Urolith app for iPhone and Android to determine the most likely type of stone. Step three is to treat the cat for at least two to three weeks with an appropriate diet and see if the stone gets smaller. If so, keep feeding that diet until the stone is completely gone on follow-up radiographs. If not, check compliance with the owner and look for alternative treatment options. Join veterinarians worldwide to take the pledge not to remove struvite stones by surgery anymore. The opinions of this podcast are those by Dr. Susan Little and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein. Veterinary medicine is a complex profession, and often there are multiple diagnostic and therapeutic options for different disease processes. If you're a pet owner with questions, please go to your local veterinarian. If you're a veterinary professional, ask your questions on our Instagram page, at per podcast. 